Hello, everyone, and welcome back yet again to the Strike Opposed Photo Booth podcast. This is Jim coming to you from the secret location under the train station. This week, we're going to be talking about backups and not just software, but backups for everything and what that means and how important it is to have these. Now, on that note, if you are interested in a used booth, go ahead and give us a call at 888-332-1299, option 1, and ask about uh, our used booth program. And these will be great for backups, what we're going to be talking about today, or if you want to move into a second booth uh, for occasional use, whatever, uh, give us a call, 888-332-1299, or drop us a line at podcast at sappb.com, and we'll let you know all about that. Now, when it comes to backups, the first thing people think of are software backups and computer backups. These are important, and we're going to go over that in just a moment. But we're also going to talk about the various hardware backups that you're going to want to have for your booth as your business grows. And an order in which you can achieve that, because it can be costly as you get into bigger and bigger equipment. So I will go through uh, a suggested list of how you can approach getting your backups. So let's talk about software. Now, the one thing that we don't have to really worry about is Windows. Windows on the newer computers, especially the Dells that are in the booth, these come with a restore partition, so that's all taken care of for you. Uh, We don't need to worry about backing up settings in Windows or anything like that. But what we do want to approach is backing up Darkroom, and this means your events, your templates, and things like that. So the easiest way to back up Darkroom is to simply back up your X drive. Now, some of you may not know what the X drive is. When Darkroom is running, it creates a virtual drive mapped to a special directory within itself. And in that special directory are things like your settings, your license, uh, the templates that you work on, the uh, events that you've done. All of that stuff is in this sort of hidden directory that is mapped to the X drive. So. To back that up, really, all you need is a flash drive. And what you do is you just plug that into the computer, fire up Darkroom, and open up Windows Explorer. Windows Explorer is on the taskbar at the bottom of the screen. It is the uh, icon that looks like a folder. You pop that open. With Darkroom running, you will see the X drive. So on the left side of Windows Explorer, if you look for uh, this PC, you'll see the C drive. You'll see the D drive, uh, which is the CD-ROM drive, and you'll see a letter representing your flash drive, usually drive E, sometimes F, and down at the bottom of that list will be X. All you have to do is click on that X, and on the right side of the pane, all of the contents will show there. Go to the right side of the pane, click on the first thing that shows, will probably be a folder, and on the keyboard, press control A, and this will select everything. Then all you have to do is right click on that selection and choose copy. Then go down and click on the flash drive, again drive E, sometimes F, and on the right side that pane should be empty. Go ahead and right click on that right pane and choose paste. And what this will do is this will copy everything from that X drive directory right onto your flash drive. Usually an 8 gigabyte flash drive is big enough. If you want to get a 16 gigabyte just to be safe, by all means, go ahead. They're only a few dollars. And this will give you a backup of everything that you've been doing in Darkroom up to that point. When it comes to how often 
you should back up. I would go ahead and say, let's back up uh, at least once a month. Okay, so once a month would be the absolute minimum. In a perfect situation, you would back up weekly. Uh, remember to plug that in and just copy everything over so that if something were to happen to the machine, if you were backing up weekly, then at most you would lose a week's worth of work. So all those templates and stuff. So frequent backups are really kind of the key. And the whole thing with backups is you need to think of it beyond software. So that's all you really have to do for Darkroom. It's not real intensive, but you do have to keep up on it. And the frequency can be important because it can make the difference between losing a little bit of data or a slightly larger chunk of data if you have to copy that back into uh, the X drive on a new install or something like that. When thinking about backups, think in terms of your car and its spare tire. Some of us have a full-size spare tire. Some of us have the little donut. and But either way, it's a backup to our tires. And if we lose one, we have something to replace it with. Uh, to illustrate that example, the birthday party that I talked about in the Being an Entertainer episode, the zombie birthday for our daughter, that day was fantastic, but the, the, the morning didn't start out so great. Uh, real quick, all we did was we were gassing up and getting ready to go to the location. I thought I would air up the tires, and one of my rear tires, when I pulled the air hose off, the uh, core popped out and the air just rushed out. So luckily we were a block from home. So I could get home, trying to make all these arrangements uh, just in case. But I just proceeded to change the tire, and we were off and running. And, you know, it sounds pretty simple, but the point of it is, that was the first time I changed a tire in probably 15 years. All that time, I've had these tires, and I've kept up on them, made sure there was air and everything in them. But the whole point of having it is, it's there if you need it. So... When you're thinking about hardware backups, which we're going to get into, uh, think of it as that. that It might be something that you may not use for a very long time. But having that security is really what it's all about. So let's go ahead and make a commitment right now to start backing up your X drive in Darkroom on a weekly basis. Even if you don't think you have enough events to make it worthwhile, get into the habit uh, this goes all the way back to talking about habits and routines that we did in the very first episode. So now is when it starts to come into a real level of importance. Now, to make an event successful, it's going to really rely on the hardware, which we have the camera, the printer, the computer, uh, your lighting, things like that. So let's go ahead and get into that and uh, talk about what we can do to really get a good backup program going. Now, I honestly think that the most important thing to back up in terms of peripheral pieces is the printer. Uh, nine times out of ten, your event is going to want prints, and a backup printer can mean a world of difference. There are things that can happen to the printers. The uh, fuser bars can go awry. The cutting blade can come off track. I mean, just all kinds of little things that happen, and this is just the life of living with a printer. Um, you're going to want to take a look at either getting a printer like the one that you currently have. So on our older booths, it might be a high T printer on a newer booth. It's the Bravo 21 getting a like model backup is it just makes everything super simple. It just take one out, put one in and you can really just kind of be off and running. It also, you have to take into consideration, uh, reduces your impact of sizing. So 
if you had uh, an older booth and you had the high T printer and your backup was a Brava printer, well, the Brava is much shorter than the high T and the pictures come out in the front plate rather than from on the top. So this is an arrangement that you're going to have to deal with when you implement this kind of backup. It's not catastrophic, but something that you do need to think about because when you implement your backup plan, you also have to think of these little logistics. So, okay, I have this printer I'm putting in. It's shorter. So am I going to put it in the booth or am I going to have a little stand to put it on next to the booth? Doesn't look as great as an all-in-one, but it will get the job done. So when you do these kinds of things, you're going to want to think about these little extra steps like a stand for the printer or a little table. How are you going to handle it? Are you going to hand out the prints? Little things like that. And when it comes to uh, getting a printer, I can't stress this enough. Get a dye sublimation printer. That is what you have in terms of the high T or the Brava 21. Don't try and get a cheap backup. The software and everything will run on a regular inkjet printer if you want to print it out on photo paper and cut the strips out. I mean, that is an option, but now we're talking quality. And if you're going to throw a backup into the mix because something went wrong, you want to try to keep the same level of quality that you would have had had you not used the backup. So a backup really shouldn't take you any further backwards than the five minutes it's going to take to unhook this, move it, put this in place, hook it back up, and get running again. So Again, I can't stress this enough. Printers can be expensive. That's understandable. And that's why when the business is going and you start getting money, you're going to want to start putting some back into the business. And backing up your equipment is the way to go. And starting with the printer really will give you sort of a sense of ease of mind if something were to happen in an event and you can just take care of it. Because that is what people remember is if something goes south, how is it handled? If you lose 20 minutes, well, you can make that up at the end. You can give them an album or something to make up for it. That's just customer service. But that's way different than saying, well, I'm not going to have anything. So as time moves on, backing up your printer with a like or similar dye sublimation printer is going to be pretty important. And again, uh, you can contact us, like I said before this, uh, 888-332-1299, option one and start asking about uh, used equipment if you want to just get a backup and you don't want to plunge into a brand new purchase. Now, while the printer is one of the more uh, hefty purchases that you can make to backup, one thing that people don't think of are USB cables. USB cables connect the camera to the computer, connect the printer to the computer, and USB cables, I've mentioned this in the past in our troubleshooting, that they can go bad doing nothing with them. USB cables are extremely low tech and they're basically just wires and wires like light bulbs and everything else that has electricity going through them can have something happen to it out of the blue. That's just kind of how it goes. USB cables are really cheap. They're not expensive and you can get several of them to keep in the booth. Uh, one that goes for the camera, one that goes to the printer. If you are not sure what you need, go ahead and unplug each cable and take it in somewhere. And you can go virtually anywhere that sells USB cables and get a replacement uh, for it. So getting one that has uh, their standard USB that plugs in the computer or the hub for the camera, it's a mini USB. And for the printer cable, 
It's a printer USB cable. It has a box, a domed box connection on the other end uh, that goes into the back of the printer. So again, going and spending 20 bucks on some cables to keep them handy is an awesome, very cheap, very simple thing to do because again, a cable connection can mean the difference between a piece of equipment communicating with the computer or not. And especially if it's the camera, uh, the camera cable kind of goes out that then that's the game over because you can't even take pictures for a digital presentation. So go out and get some USB cables, keep them in the booth. And uh, if you have questions again, just go ahead and take in the cables that you have and, you know, go to someone and say, I, I need a couple of these. Ideally, I recommend places like Best Buy or tech stores because they're a little bit more up on at least where things are kept. So uh, that would be your destination for that. Another important factor that we need to think about backing up are our light bulbs. And again, I've mentioned this in the past. You should always have a few bulbs on standby in your emergency kit for whatever lighting that you have, uh, be it in the canopy, the four socket adapter, or if you're doing an open booth and you're using the lighting kit, have those bulbs ready. So have them in an emergency kit as an emergency, but also get some backups. Because again, like I've said, bulbs doesn't matter how much you spend. It doesn't matter where you get them from. It doesn't matter who makes them. They can burn out in literally seconds. Doesn't happen often, clearly. Um, but you know, I've I've shared with some stories that I've taken eight hundred dollar uh, flash bulbs out of a box, put them in the flash unit, and within minutes they're dead. So, what can you do? You know, the cost doesn't improve the technology that is in a bulb. Uh, they're very basic in their structure. They have electricity going through them. It's really just something that, you know, you need to prepare for. Um, just like at home, you put a bulb in your lamp, you turn it on, and it just burns out. Well, first thought is, I, I just replaced that. Okay, well, have some backups with your booth at your events. And it doesn't matter if whether you repl just replaced it or not, have another one to put in. So have a couple bulbs in your emergency kit. But also just have backups. Get in the habit of traveling with a small bag of bulbs uh, just in case something were to go wrong. Next thing you want to think about is the bulbs, while important, really aren't any good if they don't have something to go into or to you know uh, stand on. So think of the stands. If you have an open booth, think of having at least one extra light stand. Because during setup, I mean, anything can happen. I've tripped over my stuff, you know, things can break, the adjustment screws can snap so that the uh, extension won't stay up, it'll slide down, just all kinds of things. So have an extra light stand available just in case something happens. And if you're primarily doing canopy or even if you're just doing canopy at all, see about getting a four socket adapter uh, in case something happens to yours. Because again, we're talking about electrical components and Anything can happen. Now, the next thing I would pick up uh, for a booth backup for hardware is a USB hub. We have a four-port hub in the booth to plug in some additional things. And these hubs, again, I've mentioned this before, they can go out. It doesn't matter how much you spend on them. I've spent hundreds of dollars on very intricate hubs, and I have burned through them in less than a year, uh, sometimes in just a matter of months. So... I personally, after decades of working with these things, I can tell you that 
it really doesn't matter how much you spend on it. So to make it simple for you, go ahead and go get a four port hub. Don't spend more than $20 on it. In fact, most of them you can get for six to $10 and that's going to be perfectly fine. So having that in the booth in case there's a hub issue, which could affect either a single piece of equipment or it, if the hub were to go bad, everything plugged into it obviously is not going to work. So again, a very, very inexpensive way to back up equipment is to just get one of these hubs and have it handy. If you are concerned about the type of hub, you want it to match, uh, go ahead, you can go ahead and take that in. Or you can go ahead and give us a call or send us an email and we can give you a model to go look for, something that you can either order off of Amazon or again, get in pretty much any store that sells anything having to do with computers, uh, USB hubs, especially four ports, are pretty standard. Now, one of the last small item units that we can look at uh, for backup is power cord. I've mentioned before having your emergency kit, a 50 foot power cord, because that'll come in really handy at some point. One thing you can do to take that a step further is get another cord, because again, something could happen to the cord. Any, any kind of thing can happen to it, any kind of accident. And it also might come down to you're in an extremely rare situation where a 50-foot cord won't bail you out. So have another one on standby. So you can either have two cords in a pinch if you need them. But more importantly, if something were to happen to the cord that you have, you have a backup for it. Uh, again, it doesn't take much. They're not real expensive. All these little steps can just make such a big difference in being prepared for almost anything that can get thrown at you. Okay, so that's kind of the small item stuff, uh, except for the printer, of course. We're going to talk about the big items. So the next thing that you want to look at in terms of procuring backup equipment would be a camera. Uh, there are a number of cameras that you can get, and it depends on what you have right now. Darkroom has a list. If you go to darkroomsoftware.com and go to support on their page and choose the FAQ, it will have the question, what cameras are compatible with uh, Darkroom? It'll give you a list of Canon and Nikon cameras that will work. Bear in mind though, okay, what camera you presently have. So if you have the video option, you have the SL1 camera. And what's important about that is it has an external microphone jack. So if you are gonna wanna back up for that particular camera and you don't wanna get another SL1, you wanna see if you can get something a little less expensive, that's fine, then you're also going to want to make sure you check the specs and make sure that it has an external jack uh, for the microphone. Otherwise, if you're and you know, this will eventually happen if you go this route. When you're doing a, an event where they've paid for video messaging and you have to replace the camera, uh, replacing it with one that doesn't have the uh, external microphone jack is going to give you some really bad, bad sounding audio uh, on the videos. So you don't want that. So make sure you, the specifications match. If you don't have the video option, you really don't have to worry about it. Um, any of those cameras on that list will work if you're not doing video because you don't need to worry about sound. So these are slightly less expensive alternatives and they might not have as many options available in terms of uh, with the camera itself. Uh, they might be a fixed lens, which means it's not a removable lens, a single lens reflex where the lens is removable. We've talked about that in the past. And that may require a little 
bit of adjusting in terms of camera placement position, maybe uh, scooting the camera forward or back on the platform. You might have to reframe things. In a canopy, it's not going to be such a big deal, but be prepared to you know really look at the options. If you get a like point-and-shoot camera, there's not a lot that you can do in terms of the zoom. Uh, you have a little bit of, of work there. And, you know, check things like autofocus, you know, just check the specs. And it's not hard to do. You can just go to like Canon's site and you can look up the T6 or the T5 or the T3, whichever camera that you have, the SL1. And just go down the list and make comparisons. And again, if you have any questions about it, you can always give us a call or shoot us an email and be more than happy to go through that and see if, you know, okay, yeah, this is a really good fit. This will be no problem. Or to, you know, give you a warning that this, this particular model might potentially be a little more difficult to work with. But getting a backup camera, again, is going to be an important step. And that leads us to basically the holy grail of backups, which is another computer. Computers, as I've said, uh, doesn't matter if they're from 30 years ago when I was working on them to today. They're great bundles of technology, and we take for granted everything that's in there. And in a nutshell, computers are wholly unreliable because you just don't know. The reason they have warranties on them is because even right out of the factory, you can get it out of the box. doesn't matter what brand it is, if it's Apple, if it's Dell, what it's running, if it's a Chromebook. Anything that you turn on can immediately burn out or something in it can burn out. There can be a problem. That's just the nature of computers, electronics, uh, anything that's mass assembled. So to be prepared for that, what you're going to want to do is to think out a couple things. So number one, the obviously the easiest thing to do, if you are, especially with the newer booths and the Dell all-in-ones, you're going to want to go ahead and get yourself another one. Makes it simple to set up, makes it simple to swap out and keep running. You don't have to worry about things like, will it fit? And you know, what do I need to do with this and that? It's going to take a little time to swap them out if your computer were to burn out and you were to put a replacement in the booth. Um, but it's worth it. It's worth having that. Now, if you want just an emergency backup, something like, okay, well, I'll deal with the computer after the event. I just need something to get through. What you can do, honestly, get a laptop and you, know, you can get Darkroom on it. You're going to want to get a license for Darkroom. That's one thing that you're going to also want to have with regards to replacement computers is go out and purchase another darkroom license because if your computer goes down, you're not going to be able to deregister the license. You're not going to be able to contact darkroom and go through all this stuff. It's best to have one just ready to go. So with this laptop, uh, some things that you're going to want to understand are number one, it's not going to be a touch screen. Number two, they're probably not going to have the live view because you're not going to have a monitor to hook it up to unless you go that route as well which can be a little complicated. So if you're not going to replace the all-in-one with a like system and you're going to go with a laptop, basically you're going to become the photo booth yourself. You're going to sit at the laptop. You're going to tell them, okay, everybody smile. Here we go. Three, two, one, and then go ahead and start, you know, the, the camera session. It's not the greatest way to go about a night, but it will get you through the night. And that's really what is important. And you know, the laptops, they're, they're less expensive then all-in-ones, you can get some models that will run Darkroom just fine and the gear will hook into it, uh, the printer and the camera. So go ahead and, you know, exercise your options. 
take a look at what you have. Um, if you see, ooh, well, this is like 199 and it has the specs that Darkroom says are the minimum. I'm going to go ahead and pick this up and I have my backup and I'll just go do what I have to do to get through the rest of the night. That's great. That's the, the hardware aspect of it. A lot of things there and, you know, it gets pricey. It does. But that's really the cost of doing business. With the hardware and the software backup, I mean, you're going to end up over time having yourself completely covered. And if you, you don't have the money starting out getting into all this, I mean, that's fine. This is, thing, this is the kind of thing that you do as the business progresses. Let the business pay for itself. Let the business invest in itself. So if you're 20 events in and it's been a busy, it's been 20 weeks straight or even 10 weeks at two events a day, however it comes out, when you're 20 events in and you're going good, just because things are going well, don't fall into the trap of, ah, I don't need this. I don't need this backup. That's just not going to work out because eventually the time will come and you will have to rely on these. So take some of that money and see what you can afford and don't freak out over, you know, oh, I want a new computer. I need that backup computer. Okay. Well, make that your next goal and put a little bit aside from every event until you have enough to get that. And don't let it stress you because you can only do what you can do. But as long as you're persistent and dedicated to getting it done, it will happen in the right amount of time for you. Okay, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, I'm not going to give a darkroom tip this week. Instead, I'm going to use this time to really stress the value of returning to the training pages, the video training pages on our site and checking for new videos, refreshing videos, because while you may have watched them all, it might have been a month ago, six months ago, a year ago, they may have been updated. You may have not implemented some of the things that you learned about and it might be coming up. Always go back and revisit, particularly when it comes to running Darkroom. And I can't stress enough, boothmanual.com, the online manual for Darkroom, has a ton of information on the software because it is the online manual. Spend some time on that too. Make that a part of your routine where maybe once, twice a month, at least once a month, hit these sites, look for new articles, Look for something that, ooh, I remember watching that, but it's been a couple months. Uh, I'll give it another watch. I mean, the videos really aren't all that long, and it's just going to reinforce your ability to use Darkroom to the utmost capacity for your business and your offerings for the customers. All right, folks, holiday season is upon us. I'm going to wish you all excellent success. Do well. Enjoy. Get out there, do those events, uh, enjoy the time with your family. Thanksgiving's coming up and Christmas is right around the corner. I just, I can't believe it's, we're nearly there already. So get out there, do your thing, show them what you can do, stay on top of your business. And until we talk next time, I'm going to wish you all very happy birthday.